Running a small business is no easy task. It's messy and thrilling and terrifying all at the same time. But no matter what, it's definitely a journey worth taking. As a mom of two littles, I know the daily struggles, and I'm here to walk this journey with you. If you're ready to feel empowered, encouraged, and on fire for the things you truly love, then you're in the right place. I'm Rebecca Rice, a pizza-loving, hot chocolate-drinking family photographer and educator, and this is the Business Journey Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Business Journey Podcast. Today is a super fun one. I'm very excited because we have a special guest with us. So we have Krista Lynch with Krista Marie Photography, and we're going to be talking all about burnout and how that impacts our creativity and where to go from there once you've kind of like hit that place. And so we won't get into that just yet, but Krista, I wanted to give you a chance. Hello. And um, will you like tell us a little bit about yourself, about your business? And uh, we'd just love to like get to know you a little bit. Yeah. Well, first of all, Rebecca, thank you so much for having me here. This is my favorite topic to chat about. So I'm really excited. Um, But yeah, my name is Krista. I actually, I currently live in uh, Northern California, the San Francisco Bay area with my fiance and my two dogs. Um, I am a wedding and a brand photographer who also kind of in the last two years started a podcast and business coaching. So business is kind of as it always is always evolving, but I actually started my business back in college in 2010 in Florida While I was in school, I grew up there. It was kind of like, you know, that was my home base. That's all I knew. And then in 2014, moved to California and kind of restarted everything from scratch, which was really fun, I guess, in a way. (laughs) Um, And, but yeah, but it's been a journey. But over the last like year, I've really kind of been diving more into like still pursuing photography, but also really um, kind of nurturing my podcast and like starting to coach because I realized it, it truly is there. I find so much joy in helping others grow a business that they love because I remember from working full time from like growing a business on the side, like all of the stress that came with it, all the overwhelm that came with it and like helping others to avoid at least some of those feelings is like really rewarding. So happy to be here today talking about this and helping others try to avoid that feeling of burnout and overwhelm. Yes. I love that. Especially like, I also remember that feeling and like, I, I, we all have seasons of burnout, right. And how, how amazing to be able to come in and just like speak from that experience to hopefully help people that are in that spot or even people like avoid getting into that spot. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that, you know, burnout isn't the most like sexy topic, but man, we all, we we all feel it at some point or another. And like, I'll never forget there were moments in my business where, and I feel like, you know, seasonally there are moments where I, you know, when I hit that spot, I'm like, what am I doing to myself? Why am I here? Like, why, why am I doing this? I'm Mm -hmm. wanting to build a business that I love that serves me. And here I am just like working myself away, um, and like feeling the ramifications of that. And, um, I know that it can really impact so much more than just the day-to-day, but like truly your creativity just dies, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in those seasons and um, and it's no fun. And so no. like, let's dive into that because I know listeners here, especially like as we're kind of in the thick of fall season and, um, you know, things are just getting crazy and, you know, school's back and all the things like burnout just, it's, it's so real. And so like, 
I'd love to hear from you. You know, obviously we said we all go through those seasons of burnout. Um, What do you do when when that happens? What do you do when you feel like you don't want to work? It's not fun. Like, where do we go from here? Yeah. Well, and I think the first thing to recognize, it's exactly what you said, is that this is going to come in seasons. And like sometimes, even with our best efforts and best intentions, like sometimes it just kind of sneaks its way in. And I think that's the hardest part with burnout is that you can think that like, you know, I've had times where like business is growing, things are good. There's all of this like positive stuff happening. But what I don't realize is like, in that, like these little boundaries that I had have slipped and I'm like overworking just a little bit and I'm like letting other things slide. And it's this, just these tiny little things that start to trickle in and add up to then all of a sudden it just kind of hits you out of nowhere. And you're like, Whoa, wait, like, why do I feel like this? What's happening? Um, and so I think it is, it's so important to just know that if you are feeling that, or if you have felt that, like that is so normal and that is, that is going to happen over time. And this is why I love talking about burnout is because it's so important for us to like recognize that like this is normal and like I can have some tools and things that I can use. Like whenever I start to notice that little feeling of like, hmm, like I'm feeling this creativity, like it's not feeling the same as it did. I'm feeling unmotivated. I'm feeling unexcited about the same work that, you know, a month ago I was like looking forward to and really excited about. So yeah, I think first of all, just kind of recognizing that it happens. And um, I'd love to kind of talk through, like, I've got some like tips that I'd love to kind of dive into, I guess, to share of like ways that we can overcome it. So if you are in that season or if you're, you know, looking for ways that like, how can I tangibly like work past this if I am feeling it? So I'd love to dive into that if that's okay. Perfect. Um, So yeah, I have kind of five main things that I found for me anyway, that have been really helpful because like I said, with burnout, it's usually this feeling of, exactly what you said. Like, I'm not feeling creative. Like, I just don't, I I almost, I'm wondering, like, do I want to do this anymore? Like, what am I doing with this? And so first and foremost, I think it's just really about accepting that we are in a season of burnout. And I think it's so hard to do that. It's so, this is the first tip and it's the easiest one, but it's also the hardest one because we're all on social media. We're all like consuming and seeing other people's businesses thrive and we want these things. And it's like so hard to accept that sometimes we're going to have seasons where we're maybe not in like a big growth mode or, you know, maybe we like have things that we're working on behind the scenes that aren't quite as like fun and exciting as like some other people's things. And then that can lead to that comparison, like feeling that we're not good enough. And then, so just first and foremost, just recognizing, you know what, like I'm just going to unplug. This is kind of another step we'll get to, but like, I'm going to unplug from everything else and just accept that like, you know what? I think I've been overworking myself a little bit. I think I've let some of my boundaries slip and I need just to take some space and some time to like, let myself kind of get back and kind of regulate where I want to be in my business. But the acceptance phase is really hard because nobody likes talking about burnout. Like when you're in burnout, you're not like, let me tell everybody and my clients that like I'm feeling burnt out and uninspired in my work. I feel like it almost comes with a a feeling of like failure of if I were, if I were thriving, like 
I I would be loving it. And you're like, did I fail because I feel mm-hmm. like I don't like this right now and it's just hard. Yeah. And so, yeah, it comes with this like almost like taboo, like I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to like sit here quietly while, you know, I look at other people's highlight reels on social media. Mm-hmm. And odds are they're probably feeling burnout too. They're just not saying it. <laughs> you know, they're not showing it on their social media. And so yeah. that can be I know like, I see people who are really active. I'm like, wait, either you have a team of people helping you yes. or like – you need some space. <laughs> like, yes. I don't know what it is. For sure. Yeah. It's yeah, a hard, it's, hard game of comparison. It is. And I think that's like, that's one of the toughest parts of burnout, I think, is that w- comparison is always there. It's always going to kind of live there in the back of your mind. You're always, you always feel those little tiny voices. But it's like when we start to feel any sort of like, you know, again, like I'm feeling like I'm not where I want to be. I, you know, why am I feeling this? Any time that like self-doubt really starts to creep in, man, that comparisonitis really, really starts to take a hold of us. And so it's like recognizing early on, there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> I'm not like a bad entrepreneur. I'm not like you know, a bad creative, like there's nothing wrong with you. It's that everyone needs this break and that's like totally okay. Yes. So good. Yeah. So that's kind of the first step, which is a little bit hard is like really just like learning to accept it. And then the second one, which I kind of already mentioned, but like find those triggers, like what is it that, you know, kind of heightens those feelings of like self-doubt or the, you know, comparison or what like in your life has kind of made you feel less than, or that you need to overwork yourself. Like, what is it that you've been experiencing in life that kind of leads to those feelings? Cause I, social media, I think can be a really big one. I think another one is if you realize, you know what, I've felt like I need to like overwork myself in order to be a successful business owner. I need to constantly be like trying to make more money and booking more clients and feeling like I'm just spinning my wheels. It's like recognizing that and then taking a step back to be like, you know what, I think that this is actually like my mindset right now is like kind of a trigger in my business. So I'm going to take a step back and try and figure out, okay, like, how, how can I like love on myself a little bit to not feel like, you know, I need to keep spinning the wheels, like just like giving yourself that like loving space to be like, you know what, like none of these thoughts, these like actions that I'm taking are like helping me in any way. And I'm going to recognize that and just like push pause on all of them right now so that I can like, again, get back to like kind of regulating those emotions. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like for me as I'm an Enneagram three, so I'm very much like, go, go, go. And I like my default is if I'm not doing something productive or like what I deem as productive, then I feel like I'm wasting time. And so if I find Mm -hmm. myself resting, then my default, and I've, I've been working on myself of, of not, you know, not letting that be my default, but my default is why am I resting? I could be doing something productive. And I've had to retrain myself to say, no, resting is productive. Like Mm -hmm. resting is productive and it's necessary and it's okay. But I used to be really bad at resting. And I would be that person that was like burning the midnight oil, always like doing anything I could to, you know, do that one little task or whatever to finish up the work. When in reality, like, the work could wait till tomorrow. Like it's going to be okay. Always, you'll always there's always going to be more. Like always going to be more things. And that's such a hard trap. I think that we all fall into. I've even recently, I've been kind of in that season where I'm like, man, the to-do list, like I'll cross 10 things off and all of a sudden five things are added to it. I'm like, what? <laughs> like I thought I was going to get ahead this month. Like I've learned that like getting ahead is like 
LOL. Like I've like <laughs> had to tell myself that it's like not a place that I'm probably ever going to live in. Um, but yeah, but it's so true. And it's interesting because I always talk, I love the Enneagram for anyone who's listening. Like if, if you've not done the Enneagram, I like highly recommend figuring out where you are. And I was actually just having a conversation with, with someone yesterday. I'm in Enneagram nine and I tend to always be drawn to threes and sevens. I think just because of the energy, like I love, like I'm like, I'm drawn to that because I don't inherently have that myself. But we were talking about how um, when, especially for burnout, when nines experience burnout or when you're kind of in that like unhealthy state of like mindset, like, you know, where you're at, we actually kind of like retreat. They, it's, they call it like the sloth. I literally go from like, I will be all in super productive to like, I'm either that when I'm really healthy or when I'm not like binging Netflix on the couch with my dogs, like YOLO, I don't care. <laughs> like, you know, and so it's like, I think for me and for nines, especially it's like when you, when you are in burnout, you are like in total, like, I don't want to do anything mode. And I think even if you're not a nine, even if it like, that's a very common feeling to have in burnout is like, you know what, actually, I just want to eject from all of this right now. Like, I don't want to do any of this. And it's like recognizing that that's okay. And that doesn't mean that you are going to like quit your business or like, you're just going to give up or like, oh, there's no point in doing this anymore. Like those, those initial feelings are normal. And so just know that like, nothing's going to blow up and explode. Like, but make sure you give yourself some space so yeah. that you like aren't constantly living in that place. That's good. Yeah. And I think the, the, the next thing I, that I really always recommend to someone is like, and it sounds so easy, but like finding someone that you can talk to that can really understand where you are. And usually that is like someone who also is a business owner who has probably gone through seasons of burnout because I found for me, and I don't know if this is true for you, Rebecca, but like with my friends who aren't entrepreneurs, like I love them to death. They are so wonderful, but like they don't really understand. <laughs> like, you know, it's like when I talk to them about like issues or things or like, oh, I want to grow. I want to do this. It's like, they just don't quite understand all of the feelings. So finding someone who can who can understand where you're at in that they're not just going to be like, oh, you're doing great. You know, like you're going to be fine. Cause like, that's not really helpful. Finding someone who's been there and is like, you know what? Like I've been here. Like, like listen to this podcast again, if you need to, like, I've been here, like, this is really hard. This is like a tough season to be in. And we all have these feelings, but like, you know, tell me what you're going through. What are you feeling? You know, like, how can you give yourself some space, like just finding someone who can kind of create that kind of a safe space for you to be able to like be open about it. Um, who's also going to understand that like, you know what, this is normal and I've been there. Yeah. I love that. And you're so right. Like people outside of, you know, being business owners really do not understand. And I feel like if I take that to them and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm overworked, I'm feeling burnt out, blah, blah, blah. They're like, wow. Like, sad for you who runs your own schedule and like you did it <laughs> yeah. to yourself. You know what I mean? And like just pull back a little bit, just right. like work a little less. And it's like, well, right. Like, and they yes. don't mean it maliciously at all. Oh, but absolutely not. It's like, they just, they, they're, they don't get it. And yeah. so I agree. Like community is so important and like finding a group of people that you can go and like say those things to that mm -hmm. are supportive and like give helpful advice. <laughs> yeah. It makes a really big difference. It does. Yeah. And because especially it's like, it's not like you're going on Instagram and being like, I'm going to do a post today about how I'm feeling burnt out. So like no one will really like know that 
you're kind of there. And so, yeah, finding that like safe space of this, whether it's a group of people or just like a person that you can go to and talk mm-hmm. to, um, that'll kind of help. I like more or less like quote unquote talking you off the ledge. Cause I think sometimes it's like, we'll get really in our heads about like what will make this season of burnout mean something about us. Like all of a sudden we're like, oh, I'm feeling this. And now I'm going to take it one step further and make this mean something about me as a business owner. And it's like, no, no, no. Like you just need some space and you need to like love on yourself and like figure out like how you can get back to like that, you know, regulated state. But like this, this does not mean anything bigger. And so it's like helping us get out of our own head by being able to talk about it with somebody else. Yes, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And then the, the last, uh, well, the last two, but the the one I really want to talk about that I think this is like probably if of all of the things the most important is releasing yourself of the pressure and your timelines that you had for yourself. Because usually what's happened is that you have created like this crazy timeline of like how you want to accomplish all the things. That's that's usually what I found in the most common places of burnout. It's because we have these really big goals and these really short timelines and we just really want to like work to get through things. And so when you found, you know what, actually I think I'm in a season of burnout and now I like don't want to do anything, whatever your goals and timelines were, like th- be okay with changing them. Like, and even sometimes with client things, cause I'll have photographers who are like, you know, well, that's fine, but I'm feeling burnout and I have all these galleries I have to deliver. And I'm like, I totally get that there will be certain things that you can't just like inevitably like put on the back burner and forget about. But maybe this is the time to look into like getting help. Like, you know, ideally you'll think about getting an editor or something in a season where you have more time and space to try it out. But like, listen, if you've got 20 weddings that you have to deliver and you're feeling this now, like maybe galleries will be delayed by two weeks while you work to find somebody who can help you and like start to build that relationship, like start to take some of that off your plate. Um, And especially for things that aren't client driven, like for any other goals or things or like projects that you wanted to work on in your business, like cross off the due date that you had for that and like reevaluate how important that is for you right now. And like, if you actually have creative space and energy to be able to put towards that. Yeah. I feel like I'm a serial goal setter. Like (laughs) I am that person who has way too many goals. And I've got a girl on my team, um, Kat, who I call my dream crusher because I'll like take all of these ideas to her. And she's like, she's very realistic. She looks at our timeline. She's like, Rebecca, no, like it's not going to happen. We do not have time for that. (laughs) And I feel Mm -hmm. like we all need like, you know, whether that's within ourselves or somebody else to tell us that, like, it's okay to be like, no, you do not have to do all the things. And, um, and yeah, like giving yourself the grace to be like, it's okay to, you know, I had this, this idea that I wanted to do this month and it's okay to not do it this month. Yeah. I like to keep um, what I call a parking lot list where that's where like the big ideas go. And sometimes they sit in the parking lot for three years for a while. and yeah. sometimes they're only there for a couple weeks or whatever, but it's a place that I can like take it, take them out of my brain. So they're not taking up space and energy, mm-hmm. put them on this parking lot list and just let them live there for a little bit. And then as I realistically have time, I can pull them off the parking lot and, you know, add them to my quarterly goals or whatever. But, um, you know, occasionally I have something on a quarterly goal and it goes 
back to the parking lot because I'm like, <laughs> okay, I I was more, you know, more full than I thought. I like bit off more than I could chew. That's like always my thing. I always bite off more than I could chew. And so mm-hmm. um, it would would have been a fun idea, but it's going to have to go back to the parking lot for now for my own like mental health. And yeah. that's okay. That is, that's important. And that's like, that's a win to be able to like recognize. I feel like it's like walking through all the steps you just said, like recognize yeah. you're in the burnout, <laughs> go through all the things, talk to somebody and then like take the action of, you know, take it off your list. And like, Mm -hmm. that's a win. Like I should be proud of myself because I am like prioritizing my mental health and like working towards getting out of the burnout. Yeah. Well, I think it's so interesting to me, like being an entrepreneur and a business owner, it's so incredible to me how many people, especially how many women are doing this. And we are not taught any of this. And like, I came from a place where like I worked full time while growing my business on the side. So like the hustle was not new to me. Like I, like, that's how I feel like for the first 10 years, my business was like, do the full-time job and then like hustle in the side job. But then it's like, you know, whenever it is that you decide to go full-time in your business, it's like all of a sudden now we're just like, not that anybody is expecting us to know, but like we're kind of expected to know like how to be literally all of the things. And like, I think that it's underrated how much we undervalue that. Like we should be giving ourselves props. The fact that we like wake up every day and like choose to run a business is huge because we're learning this as we go. (laughs) Like we're learning what do we have time for? Like, you know, should I be growing my team? Should I be growing it? Like there's so many decisions that we're responsible for making. And so, yeah, I think it's so important to like give yourself permission to like not take things on. And like, I always tell people, I'm like, we have to remember we started a business so that like, there's like, even if you don't know what your long-term goals are, like your, your plan is to be a business owner, like, you know, for like however long that we have on this earth. So it's like, when you have those ideas, it's like, I love that you have like a parking lot list, like put them somewhere. Cause that's so great. And they might change. You might take them off. You might add them to things, but it's like, give yourself that permission to not feel like you have to do everything right now. Like this is a long-term thing. Like being a business owner is like a commitment that we make. And so it's like not feeling that pressure to like, oh, I have to do all of this right now. Yeah, that's so good. And so then I have a follow-up question here. Um, Once we've like gone through all of those steps, what do we do to then like get on track, like back on track with our goals? Um, Like when that season's over, you know, mm-hmm. once we've like recognized we're in burnout, we've taken some steps to like get out of burnout. How do we get back on track with like goals that we've set and things yeah. like that? So my favorite way of goal setting is kind of doing this like mind, like brain mapping I always talk about. So I think the reason I love this is two reasons, because one, it forces us to get really practical and like break down our goals in such ways where, um, for anyone who's a dreamer, like your parking lot list, we can put things on the list and think, oh, I can do all of these. It's really realistic. And then we start to break down those goals and like what they actually include and what they involve. And we realize, oh, you know what? This is actually a lot. So my favorite way of doing that is once you feel like you're back into a space of like, okay, I want to grow. I want to do these things. Like I always talk about brain mapping where it's like write out the goals that you have for your business. So let's say like you wanted to I just always use this because it's like an easy example of like grow your email list. Like let's say that was one of your goals. It was something that you wanted to do, but put it on the back burner until you got back into a a good spot. So now it's like, I always talk about, so like draw a circle, get a big piece of paper, draw a circle, put in like 
create an email list and then make some little lines out from that and figure out, okay, what are like the first steps of creating an email list? Well, I have to choose like my email service provider. I have to figure out, you know, how I'm going to get people onto my email list. Am I going to have a freebie? Am I going to have a webinar? Am I going to have like a lead magnet? Like starting to figure out what that first step is and then breaking down that step of like, okay, I need to create a lead magnet. Okay. Well, that means I need to like choose the topic. I need to figure out like how I'm going to deliver it. Is it going to be a PDF? Is it going to be a video? Like take those big goals and really truly break them down into the smallest steps possible. Because I think one of the best ways that we can start to like kind of gain confidence in ourselves again, because let's be real, like burnout. I think one of the biggest side effects of it is like, we feel less confident as people, as business owners. And so my favorite way of building that confidence back is by like creating super, super, super small goals that you can then like, every time you complete it, you like give yourself that little bit of confidence back of like, oh, great. I did it. I'm like on my way to doing this, but it also kind of forces us to like not take on too much because again, I think we, when we don't get rid of those timelines and the goals that we had before, we just fall right back into that same cycle of like, I'm just going to try and pick all of this back up again. And so it's getting really clear about, okay, what's one thing that I really want to focus on right now. And then when you start to like complete those smaller tasks and those objects to like get closer to it, you build that confidence. You're like, okay, like, and then you start to figure out, do I have more time to take on another thing? Is this, you know, do I want to even like pivot? Is this feeling exciting? Like I thought it would, but you're just giving yourself permission to have the space to be able to figure that out in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming instead of again, trying to just like hop right back into like doing all of the things. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so practical. And I want to say it's like listeners as you're as you're um, like doing your mind map and stuff, don't get lost in like, like, I don't want you to get overwhelmed thinking, look at all these steps to all of these goals. The, the whole point of it is to pick one of the little teeny tiny steps and say, mm-hmm. can I do just one of these? And it should be something that can can be completed that day. You know, yeah. what is yeah. one tiny thing that you can do today? Um, and let that be it. You don't have to have this expectation to do, you know, 10 things that day. Literally start with one. And I agree. I feel like it's this like snowball effect that the more you do that, take one little step, then it's like, okay, I can do this. It's like we take, I teach my kids to take deep breaths when they're overwhelmed. Okay, we're going to slow down. We're going to take deep breaths and that's going to help us regulate again. And so it's like doing those little things. It's like, okay, we're taking our deep breaths, we're regulating, and then we're like working our way back up. Yeah. And it is hard, right? It's hard when you go from like doing all the things, all of a sudden telling yourself, I'm going to do, I'm going to pick one thing today and let that be enough. But I think that's the important mindset thing. Like underlying this whole message is that's like the important mindset that we want to start building though, is like letting it be enough. Mm -hmm. Like do what you can today, choose the one thing and like, let that be enough without feeling that pressure of, I need to do more. I need to do this because at the end of the day, that's the thought that like keeps us constantly feeling burnout and like kind of going back into that space. So it's just slowly starting to train that muscle of like, you know what, this is going to be enough for me today. And I'm going to feel really proud that I did it. And I'm just going to start kind of slowly accepting that this is an okay place to be. Yeah. Well, and I think it also comes down to like, who decides what enough is? Like so many times we can let other people decide like what enough is and they, maybe they've never said it, but based on what they're doing, we're like, oh, well, this isn't enough because, you know, they're not doing that. And it, it gets us caught in that comparison. And so learning to say, 
I get to decide what enough is. Mm -hmm. And today, this is enough. And it's like all about that like progress over perfection. We're not trying to be perfect. Let's just make little progress, little by little, and then we'll see results, you know, over time. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's so good. I feel like this is going to be like really helpful for a lot of people. And um, Krista, can you, as we're like wrapping up here, can you tell people like where they can find you if they're like, I need a person to like relate with, like Krista can be that person Uh, or me, you know, of course, but she's an expert here. So um, (laughs) Krista, can you tell uh, the listeners like where they can find you, um, where they can find out more, all the things? Yeah. Well, you can find me. So I am on Instagram. Um, it's at Krista.Marie.Photography, Krista with a K. And um, But if you did enjoy this conversation today, if you're like, you know what, I really kind of want to dive into more of this, I do have a, a free masterclass I'd love to invite you to. It's called Planning for Profit. But really in that masterclass, I'm going through kind of these three core things um, that you really want to focus on, like when you're building a business that can feel overwhelming. So kind of breaking them down. Um, And that's both like the mindset, business mindset and money mindset, Um, some financial strategies to help you thinking about becoming profitable and making money and then business strategies. So things like marketing and processes. But again, my whole thing is like break things down and like make them as easy to consume as possible. So I would love to have, if, if you're interested, I'd love to have you join that. It's just at shecallshershots.com slash profit plan. Um, but yeah, but you could definitely find me on Instagram. I also have a podcast. She calls her shots. So, um, we talk about a variety of business building topics there too. So yeah, I would love to have you in my little corner. Awesome. And we'll link all of that for you guys here um, in the show notes. That way y'all can um, easily jump over and go follow her and join that masterclass and all the things. So um, I'm so excited. I feel like this is going to be so helpful for people. And um, yeah, and you guys, I know that, you know, my DMs are open. If y'all have any questions, DM Krista. She'll be there. I'm like volunteering this for her. No, (laughs) No, absolutely. She's shaking her head. She's like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, yeah, Krista, thank you so much for um, just coming on and sharing about this topic. I can tell that you're like very passionate about it and um, I feel like it's so needed in our industry. And so, you know, thank you for um, just taking the time to chat through this with my people. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. It is so important. So I'm just honored anytime I can come on and and chat about it. Love it. Awesome, you guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, close out for today and we'll be back next week with another episode. See ya. See ya.